Hello and namaskaram. I am Salila Sukumaran, the founder of Ayurkamaya, an Ayurveda wellness travel concierge based in Mountain View, California. You are listening to the Ayurkamaya podcast. Through these conversations with great karma yogis of Ayurveda, yoga and other Vedic sciences, I wish to bring to you the treasures of India. If you are a beginner, my mission is to help you develop appreciation. If you are a practitioner, my goal is for you to become confident torchbearers of our immense legacy. May the gods and the gurus bless you. Today my guest is Dr. Aparna Padmanabhan. Dr. Aparna Padmanabhan graduated with a PhD in Ayurveda from IPGT and RA Jamnagar. She was presented with Jeevaka award for her outstanding academic performance. in undergraduate studies her phd was awarded best thesis award she has presented at many prestigious national and international seminars her research has been published in several papers and journals so we welcome dr aparna padmanabhan And on today's wonderful day, today's day when we are all thinking about non-violence and Gandhi ji's principles, I believe that it is an important topic as a nation can only be as peaceful as the love and care society shows towards its women. A loved woman becomes a loving woman. A loving mother, a loving uh, head of the family and only when the children are deeply loved and cherished then they can become peaceful peace loving and peace promoting citizens of the world okay i'll start with a, a small prayer sri gurubhyo namaha salutations to all all the masters from this plane and all the planes and thank you for this opportunity to interact with the ayurveda student community So here I'm going to share some of my experiences and a few points to think over in our life and consider those uh, points because it's going to be so much useful and whatever um, I have gained from my little experiences till now I think this will be useful for the come uh, you know um, students of Ayurveda. So you know while I was a, a student of Ayurveda I always wondered why our textbooks uh, you know all of those diseases the chapters on diseases said that mental factors like hurt hate anger loneliness you know shoka bhaya krodha kama all those uh, factors i always wondered why is it uh, told and then in every uh, vyadi Uh, the cause of the disease as it, we had like mithyahara vihara that is wrong food and habits and amla rasa pradana ahara vidahi ahara so uh, many for us many of us it was just a means to pass the exam you know to write the common nidana in every answer sheet and it was uh, i always wondered why is it everything looking the same 
but when I started my practice, I realized how important is our diet and lifestyle and mental health in uh, this, you know, in this uh, cause of, uh, in this, um, you know, causing, as a, as a causative factor for creating the Vyadi. So, um, when it is rightly said that, said that when we have experience, um, then we gain more, you know, with knowledge, we gain more and when we uh, learn more and when we go back to the Shastas, it is such an eye-opener. So, I would like to share some of the experiences with uh, this upcoming practitioners of Ayurveda. Uh, when we go through the textbooks of Ayurveda, we always see that there is this um, Sattva, Atma, Atma, Mana, you know, the soul, mind, intellect and the senses, when they indulge in the positive stimuli, like the right content, right ahara or the food and vihara, the lifestyle, um, we we gain health or it is resultant as health. And when we indulge in the ashuba pravarti or the stressful stimuli or the wrong um, ahara and wrong food and habits, then it causes the stress response in the body. That is disease, right? So yes. in the present um, scenario, when you see the mind-body medicine, it is also uh, very, um, very much... Uh, now popular that uh, the concept of psycho neuro endocrino immunology you wow. know the psych neurology the psych nervous system endocrine system and immunology everything is so much connected so whenever there is a change in the psych or you know whenever we are affected with stress or uh, tension and then um, any of the negative emotions as such there is a ripple effect in our health you know, that is why when we are sad or when there is uh, something uh, happening to our dear ones, we don't feel appetite. We feel very sad and we feel like, uh, you know, our energy level has gone down. Same, uh, that is because there are a lot of chemicals reactions taking place in the, in the body. So this is why probably the Acharyas were so specific in considering the mental factors as well uh, as a causative or a nidana for many of the diseases which are uh, told. And then, uh, you know, in the Charaka's uh, fifth chapter, if I'm not wrong, uh, he has rightly said, Adhyatma Dravya Guna Sangraha, you know, Mano, Mano, Artha, Buddhi. So, intellect, mind, senses, and the soul, these all should be in harmony to have a very healthy, a healthy life. You know, so this is so much relevant in today's era because we we are having a lot of stress. We are living in a competitive world where we are exposed to this stressful uh, stimuli, this uh, negative uh, emotions and the stress response, which is causing us uh, diseased or which is causing us uh, sick. Wonderful. Thank you so, so uh, much. You know, and, uh, you know, this positive stimuli, when I say, uh, that is the reason why a lot of uh, uh, Dinacharya, Ritucharya, and all those things are uh, mentioned in our classics. Right. Wow. That was, yeah, that you wrote, you connected the whole thing together. Uh, may, may I ask, what is the role of Vegadharana in women's health? So, if we uh, want to start with the Vegadharana, we have to go a little, uh, you know, uh, back. So, I was talking about the positive stimuli and the negative stimuli, right? Mm -hmm. So, this positive stimuli, when we consider the Trayopastambhas of the Vyadi, like Ahara, Nidra, life, like Ahara, Nidra and Brahmacharya. Mm -hmm. So, Ahara is diet, right? So, the right kind of diet is very important. Nidra is uh, the 
um, sleep. So right amount of sleep is very, the quality of sleep is very important and Brahmacharya. Brahmacharya is not uh, what is being highlighted like the sex, the active sexual life or disciplined sexual life, but it is, it has a deeper meaning like the Brahme Charatidi Brahmacharya. That is what Kama Sutra says. That means spiritual and mental health, you know, so that when you are healthy in the spiritual and mental uh, mental level, then the sexuality is, uh, it transcends, it gets transcended to another level. So that is what probably the Acharyas was, were mentioning, even though it has a, uh, you know, sexual part to it. And when these three pillars of health are well taken care of, it is, uh, it is um, giving us uh, health. So um, again, um, uh, and one of the um, main cause of uh, VRD as, as such is which is said in the classics is Vega, Vega Dharana. Mm -hmm. So this Vega Dharana Anora Anarogya Karanam Sreshta. Mm -hmm. So Vega Dharana is the best among those which cause disease. Vega is the natural urge, you know. There are 13 urges which are told by um, our um, Acharyas and these are very much uh, very much um, important in this present scenario because you know uh, I have seen many patients uh, saying that uh, doctor I uh, so when I ask them how many times you poop or uh, how is your poop you know how many times you go to the toilet they say um, it is very normal I go once in every five days and they it, it has become like you know a surprise for me uh, seeing that and most of the disease they are presenting with is because of the negative effect of or of constipation or negative effect of uh, you know dharana or suppressing of these natural urges yeah thank so, you so much um i know that you have three case studies to share with us and i am sure the students will gain a lot from listening to your vast experience if you could begin with case study one and just elaborate on the patient information how your treatment plan looked like an overview and what was the outcome for the patient uh, so see uh, because i'm practicing in bali indonesia and we have a, um, a variety of uh, cases variety of uh, nationalities coming to our clinic you know our to our center from like uh, so i was fortunate um, consult people from 60 almost 60 countries wow. so um, so one thing I have seen is you know if I want to preside, if I want to summarize the uh, vidana in two or three uh, you know uh, sentences it would be like first when I when we take the ahara so the ahara is mostly the uh, the western uh, people are used to they they give so much important to the importance to the raw food um, and a uh, lot of calorie calories are given more important than the nutritional mm -hmm. nutrition side and lot of them are um, depend on um, processed food mm -hmm. and uh, pre-cooked food because they don't have time to go and cook because of the work culture and then um, you know most of them uh, change from one kind of diet to the other kind like for example paleo diet and vegetarian diet vegan diet mediterranean diet but one thing which is lacking in most of my patients were they don't know the concept of acne they are not taking care of acne and they were eating 
of because they like something or that because that was popular you know that is popular like you know veganism is a fashion now for most of the people or uh, paleo diet is popular and a lot of people um, like you know it's a, like i'm i'm on my paleo diet mm-hmm. or i'm on my low carb diet yeah. i'm doing intermittent fasting yes. so uh, we don't have the awareness on see if i eat raw food am, uh, am i able to digest that food is my digestive fire strong in, enough to um enough to assimilate that uh, digestive you know that digestive is that strong enough to cook that food in the body that is lacking so these are the these were, were the first things which i noticed the diet and the second thing was you know the veganism as i said is getting popular so people have this notion that dairy is not good you know cow's milk or animal products are not good so they attempt to go into this alternatives like you know coconut yogurt mm-hmm. uh, or um, almond yogurt or uh, like things even cashew cheese yogurt. cashew cheese and that is that is really abhishyandi and that is really uh, heavy for digestion so you know it is better to take a, a normal yogurt than having a coconut yogurt you know so actually uh, finding an alternative is not the solution it is the solution is to take care of your acne it is not that vegan diet is going to make you healthy or raw food is going to be healthy so the basic understanding about the acne is lacking basic understanding about the food is lacking in many many of them so this is also a main cause of vyadhi so i'm going through the vidana of the vyadhi for uh, you know the, all these cases so first is diet as i said and now coming to the um, coming to the uh, ahara vihara you know the vihara when when we, when i see the, this uh, these patients most of them are accustomed to vidahi ahara vidahi ahara is that which causes a lot of burning in this like chips and you know a lot of um, like vinegar pickles and uh, uh, tikshna like tikshna is very pungent and very uh, uh, you know like wine you know like mm-hmm. red wine most of them are accustomed to wine smoking so these are creating a lot of um, vidaha or paka in the system paka by the means it is cooking you up actually mm-hmm. so the the dhatus the um, the tissues and uh, the people are getting cooked in all these things which they are <laughs> eating and lot of them are levana rasa pradana that is uh, very salty and sour and spicy spicy in the mean not many of them are not accustomed with the hot spice like chili spicy but it's really vidahi and it is like really uh, creating a lot of vidaha in the body like burning sensation in the body uh, so seafood and eggs eggs is also a uh, main uh, causative factor for many of us because in india you know people are some somewhat uh, understand that only one egg a day and uh, you know people are like traditionally and culturally people understand that it's not a very um, good to have more than one egg i don't know like i have seen this education in uh, in my patients in india but in the west you know when they um, make an omelet they put like three or four or four mm-hmm. eggs and make a big omelet and that is really too much right so this madhyama marga you know acharyas have to have told that um sarva margeshu madhyamam no of all the paths madhyama marga is the best so this madhyama uh, or the the concept of madhyama marga is lacking in uh, was lacking in most of my patients 
So this was the cause of disease in many of them. And then uh, when you come to the Vihara, it is a fashion to go uh, and get tanned, you know, sunbath. So they go, go for sunbath. So it's again, they're cooking you up. And, uh, you know, it's like you go to sun uh, and then you get tanned, but there is something chemically happening in your system. You know, you're getting cooked in the uh, hot sun. So this is also, um, and most of them, surprisingly, uh, when you see the prakriti or constitution of the patients, they were all pitta prakriti, mostly oh, pitta wow. dominant people. And um, so I wonder uh, sometimes whether it is pitta people, I am attracting those pitta people here, <laughs> or that most of the westerners are pitta prakriti, or whether uh, they are getting sick, or pitta is uh, more prone to get sick. So this is also my. Um, you know, a uh, research topic now, like what kind of people, which Prakriti people are getting more often sick. So sunbath is also one of the more uh, major reasons. And um, the second most important thing what I felt is the wrong yoga, kind of mm. yoga. When you see uh, in the West, uh, you know, there is vinyasa type of yoga, hatha yoga, ayangar yoga, and, um, you know, sun, uh, hot yoga, mm -hmm. and... You know, Shishasan, doing Shishasan is a fashion, if yes. you can. So this, they are not understanding the basic uh, un, uh, principles behind it. And they were just like going behind the fashion. So if you are a Pitta Prakriti person and you are uh, doing a hot yoga in 45 degrees centigrade uh, temperature, then definitely your Pitta is going to be high. And if I'm a Pitta Prakriti person, I should not be doing more than, you know, um, three or four rounds of uh, sun salutations or Surya Namaskara. So this basic understanding uh, is what is very important when we treat a patient that uh, what is their lifestyle, what is their diet. So this is the basic thing which gives you an eye opening or uh, into that person. And Charaka has told that a good physician should be able to go into the antaratma of the patient or the soul of the patient so here i and what i understand is that we have to really analyze uh, you know, the diet and lifestyle to to you know get that causative factors um, mm -hmm. from the patient mm -hmm. wonderful this, uh, when such a yes i'm sorry to interrupt you continue continue so um, uh, what I understood is going back to basics is a very important thing like acne correction, Vegadharana correction, ama elimination and uh, asking them to do the dinacharya properly and uh, you know checking whether there is Vata Prakopa Nidana or uh, Pitta Prakopa Nidana and uh, because when we uh, when I was a student I never understood that actually the you know uh, the importance of this but when I started seeing patients I understand now I understand how important is it and why mm -hmm. Acharyas have uh, told this you know mm -hmm. and this is practically visible in most of the cases I remember you telling me that you tell people to meditate and about 80% of them get healed yes you know I had a patient recently and uh, uh, she had a lot of uh, uh, you know, anxiety and uh, a lot of um, panic attacks. And then um, uh, I, I told like before, um, I had to send medicines to her, but before the medicine started, um, I told, you know, it's very important to meditate and you start meditating and I have sent her some guided meditation. And she, uh, within a week, she said, now I don't get panic attacks anymore. So luckily the courier had uh, was not sent. So I had to re, uh, you know, 
re-prescribe uh, my medicines because that important is medis- meditation in our life or mm-hmm. you know yoga, the yoga and meditation. So when uh, uh, so and my PhD thesis was on um, role of anxiety, um, the role of anxiety in um, uh, and yoga and pranayama, how it is going to affect it and whether medicine is enough or whether anxiety, uh, whether um, yoga is enough. But yoga is equally important as medicine is what I you know uh, I uh, found. So this is very important. Wonderful, wonderful. If you could share a couple of very interesting cases that you have handled, you know, a, a few patients, just describe yeah. them that stand out to you so the students may learn from it. Yeah. So I had a patient, a 21-year-old from Austria, uh, So, and she had severe cystitis. Uh, so cystitis is like, you know, she uh, she had burning uh, micturition and, you know, she could be... Uh, and it is really painful whenever she urinate and uh, she was taking less uh, water and uh, she when i uh, when i asked the history she 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 had been assaulted like molested in in her childhood and uh, so she had this uh, habit of holding her pee for longer time and when you see this mutra vega dharana of charaka samhita or ashtanga hridaya it is uh, you know it is clearly said that when you hold uh, your urine for prolonged time you get severe cystitis or you calculi stones and frequent utis so this um, this was very interesting and then uh, so it is it was not just uh, medicine which was important here but a counseling and you know satvavache chikilsa is what we say the psychological counseling was also important and putting her mind from the bad uh, memories to a positive outlook of life was also very important so it's a long and slow process and then finding the right medicine uh, for or whatever available in in a different country uh, i was practicing was also important so i don't say that she was totally cured but uh, you know she had severe burning sensation for years and she was taking antibiotics every two or three uh, episodes of antibiotic course she used to have a severe pain abdomen uh, associated with it and people and doctors could not see anything else and with our uh, proper panchakarma and for 21 days and like um, we were uh, we, we were giving her um, um, different kinds of vastis and uh, you know virechana etc so with uh, special siddha grudas and um, kashayas and uh, tablets she was able to uh, recover and it is it is now the intensity of it is reduced you know mm-hmm. the intensity yes. of the problem is reduced and the frequency mm-hmm. um, you know, Usually she used to get two episodes every month, but now it has reduced to one episode every two or three months. Wow. So, so, so we are still working on that. But this is very important. See, mudra vegadharana or holding of the uh, urine, it is not right according to our shastra. And this is what I found, you know. And it is very important to educate people that you have to, even if you have a busy work culture, you have to go and pee in between, or yes. you have to drink enough water. Yes, yes. I have been hearing a lot about fibromyalgia being a very uh, frequently occurring condition in perimenopausal, premenopausal, menopausal women. Is that your experience also? See, uh, fibromyalgia is mostly because 
when you see the case, uh, we can see that there is ama, lot of ama, or that there is a purusha vegadarana. Purusha vegadarana is like with uh, constipation or withholding of uh, poop. Uh, so um, uh, many, uh, I, I have an interesting case here to um, share with you. So she was a 42-year-old uh, German uh, patient, and she had a chronic history of a long-standing history of chronic constipation, and she had endometritis. Mm, and then, uh, so this uh, what? Uh, so when we see uh, what is happening in that is like um, there is apana vayu vaigunya, you know, mm -hmm. like the apana vayu should be going downwards. It is not proper. So uh, uh, she was not conceiving. Uh, she wanted to get pregnant, and uh, um, and uh, and then uh, what I did was just a, a little bit of uh, diet correction, and then every day I made her to take some uh, herbs to you know evacuate our bowels every day and that was enough and she was trying to have a baby she was 42 year old and within a uh, month or two she conceived hmm. you know wonderful this as simple as that when the apana apana vata was corrected by small measures like chronic constipation was treated everything went uh, just like you know uh, normal so uh, this was the importance of um, uh, Purisha Vegadharana, or which I saw in my um, case um, in my practice, and uh, I also had an American uh, lady who was 40 year old, and she was a strong advocate of raw food. Hmm. You know, she was. I eat salads, and she's telling. Uh, she came for consultation, and she said, "Doctor, I'm really healthy. I eat healthy, uh, but I have anxiety. I have." Uh, gassy distension of the tummy and I have constipation but I don't know what am I doing wrong but I'm I, I'm very healthy I eat very healthy but I have this problem so when I saw uh, when I asked for her breakfast lunch and dinner breakfast was raw smoothies lunch for, lunch was uh, like salads raw salads and even uh, night was also like dinner was also similar so uh, so when i said this is the problem this is your problem you know this is the root cause of your mm -hmm. disease she was really angry because mm -hmm. for such an, a strong packet of raw food was and she vata prakriti pardon was she a vata prakriti do you remember uh, she was a pitta she mm -hmm. was a pitta because she was very adamant it is mm -hmm. not the reason you know, she was really adamant um, she told me this is not the reason why I'm sick because I'm eating healthy. Then I said, mm. you know, for one month, at least one month, listen to me and start having cooked vegetables and cooked soups. And I prescribed her some herbs to uh, reduce her vata and uh, um, gave a couple of medications for her to practice. And uh, and she's my Facebook friend uh, now, uh, like, you know, since two, three years. And uh, she consulted me in 2017. Now she has a baby. And wow. she... She, you know, she just simple herbs and then just, you know, going off the raw food diet was enough for her to feel uh, normal. Wonderful. And uh, regularly pooping, that's, that's it. <laughs> Wonderful. It is so satisfying, isn't it? When you apply Ayurveda and magically things start to move within days, weeks, it is so magical. It must be so satisfying for you to see that. And yes. no side effects. People only get happier, more free, much healthier at the end of it. 
Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> would you would you also say something about the Artava Vahashrotas Dushti in women? Yeah, this is a very interesting topic which I saw in my practice. You know, um, most of the uh, uh, see, see because I'm seeing Western people, you know, Westerners. I would share from those experience. Um, you know, Artava Srotas is like. You know, Artava is like just as the river is cleansed by its flow, mm. woman is purified by the menstrual flow. That's beautiful. Right? So mm. when you do something to block this flow, you know, when you are going to uh, put a blockage to a river, uh, when you build something ag- against the flow, what happens? It will find some other way to go, right? Mm-hmm. It will overflow, it finds some other ways to go. Same thing is uh, uh, was happening with many of my patients. You know, they have a history of prolonged use of um, uh, contraceptive pills and uh, um, you know, 15, 20 years of contraceptive pill. Like you know, from the age of 15, they start uh, going on pills and uh, and I've seen people. I have I have asked a couple of patients, why don't you go off the pill? You know, um, then sh- uh, then the patient said, I I get acne. Hmm. That's hmm. why. I, uh, uh, my skin breaks out that's why I don't uh, go off the pill so uh, you know it's very surprising to see uh, uh, why uh, women go for so much of uh, chemicals you know hormones it is like menstruation is a normal process in the body you know so you're interfering with the physiology of the body we are actually uh, it's like uh, deviating from the natural physiology which is affecting your circadian rhythm your biological clock is getting affected so when the biological clock uh, get affected when the circadian rhythm get affected there are a lot of issues like fertility problems menstrual problems cancer um, uh, sleep issues what not so there's a lot of problems which comes with along with this hormonal imbalance pms fatigue um, and um, fibromyalgia uh, uh, as you said anxiety ibs skin and hair changes, insomnia, mm. low sex drive. These are all the side effects of a major uh, hormonal imbalance. So mm. when you are supplying hormones to suppress your normal menstruation, these are going to be your side effects. You know, mm. that's what have to be really um, careful not to abuse the body, you know, mm. just let it flow, let it uh, have this normal course of its, uh, its uh, you know, what it is made meant to. No, right. so this is very important and I would like to share uh, one experience so uh, this is an Indian patient I had and uh, so a Kerala from okay patient from Kerala and uh, her her husband um, uh, you know wanted to go to Shabarimala and then when you have a Sharip Swami at house uh, it's a very common practice in Kerala that uh, women should not be menstruating you know so huh. if you are menstruating you have to go to another house or it should be clean all those things she wanted to keep up with the tradition and for 45 days she took a primalute and primalute is like a, a hormone pill to postpone the menstruation wow. so when she came to my opd she said that i had a lot of burning sensation in my uh, body and um, i am I'm, I'm getting a lot of dryness in my body and i feel like the fire is coming out of my eyes mm. Oh, this gosh. was a uh, presenting complaint. So I did not understand why this is happening with her. Then uh, slowly when I uh, started analyzing and she, then I said, are you taking any medicines or any, any, you know? And then she said, 
uh, our doctor yes i am taking uh, primary u10 because my husband is a swami and i said <laughs> you know stop stop this and then i gave her some chandanadi thailam manguluchiyadi and rakshasiddha jalam etc and and in, within a week everything went back to normalcy but then you know it it takes some time but the burning sensation everything came down but this is the uh, uh, this is the have of these um, hormones are creating in our body and most of the headaches and my headaches migraine breast tenderness yeast infections mm. uh, vital challenges and blood clots mood swings i see in my most of my patients um, of uh, prolonged use of hormones you know when i told them to go off pill and do a panchakarma to cleanse the system everything comes back to normal mm. so this amazing how these hormones are going to change the course and also uh, this is also true in the case of hormone replacement therapy you might have heard like hrt mm. uh, people um, go uh, when they are uh, you know they and they are in menopausal age they don't want the hot flushes and they feel uncomfortable so they start taking the pills hormone pills and uh, most like 90% of my patients or clients who had cancer uh, the history of cancer they were on hrt oh no so you know we have wonderful ayurveda herbs to postpone or uh, to uh, mitigate the symptom of menopause mm-hmm. so uh, this is very important like uh you know to understand or to propagate that this is such a wonderful science and we have lot to offer rather than going for something which is very chemical which is just against the body uh, go for something very uh, natural and uh, and then and i took one uh, patient out of the out of the hrt and then i started giving some herbs and now she recommends that medicine to her friends uh, hoping that you know uh, it will help them also so this is the role of artava artava vahasrodas and even um, you know when i uh, i get a lot of endometriosis cases in um, in my practice and endometriosis uh, it is really funny that you know one in every 10 women in us is suffering from endometriosis and wow. in, in india i have hardly seen a case or two of endometriosis because uh, you know again this artava uh, you know we are, we are stopping the artava which should be going down mm. and then it is going margagamanam so the margagamanam and going to other places and creating the uh, this problem and it is treat, uh, treating uh, you know it is causing a lot of infertility issues and bleeding issues and then eventually they will have to go undergo a hysterectomy so uh, this is very important that uh, we we let our body to uh, undergo this normal uh, cycle you know this moon cycle which uh, which we are uh, meant to and um, i uh, and there is uh, and uh, fibroid uterus is also something which is really um, you know really um, bad uh, and um, one in every every two or three you know every, under 10 like every two or third person has fibroid uterus so uh, it is also easily manageable with uh, with ayurveda and i don't say that we can 100% cure but at least we can stop the uh, stop the progress of the fibro uterus and make it shrink and uh, yes. make it uh, really uh, not you know uh, when in the it is in the um, in the starting stages we can really help it to uh, just get scraped off from the mm-hmm. body so yeah. these are some of my experiences um, uh, in treating uh, you know patients 
Wonderful. Thank you so much. That was so full of information. I have been making notes like crazy here. Would you please speak about a holistic pregnancy care for women, Ayurvedically speaking? Okay. So, uh, do we take some questions? Or yeah, we, we will take... We, we will take, yes, we will speak, if you could speak about holistic pregnancy care for about four to five minutes and then we will go to the questions. My problem is when I start, it's difficult for me to stop. <laughs> I, I <Sorry> will. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, so see, um, for many, uh, for Ayurveda has seen a pregnancy in a very holistic way. It is so beautiful, you know. Pregnancy is not an accident. It is a very planned uh, thing, and uh, and both the partners are equally, uh, you know, equally responsible for having a child, right? So the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical readiness of both the parents are so important, right? right. It's not that uh, you know garbha samskaras is said only for women, you know, and women are responsible for. Uh, uh, you know, upbringing a, a healthy progeny. No, father is also responsible. That is why Ayurveda has told uh, Panchakarma should be done for both the parents, like father and mother. They should both undergo uh, Panchakarma, cleanse your body, and be mindful and prayerful and invite a divine soul into your body. You know, it's so it's not like uh, you sleep with someone and you get pregnant. So it's like you're going to invite a healthy soul into your body. So when that spiritual, emotional, mental, uh, physical, physiological readiness, then pregnancy is a very natural process to happen. So when you have, and uh, Acharyas have very beautifully told that Saumanasyam Garbhakaranam Sreshtam. Saumanasya or the meant, you know, the, press, uh, the pleasant state of mind is the best among that which can create a new life. Isn't it wonderful? I literally get goosebumps when I say this. You know, um, that is why, you know, positive stimuli is very important. That is why um, having uh, a positive mindset or having an emotional and spiritual balance is so important. So if you have not started meditating, you know, uh, it is right time to get started, you know, and because it's very important and we can prevent a lot of uh, this pre uh, postnatal uh, postnatal depression and pregnancy blues and uh, emotional. So this support is very important. And, uh, and uh, uh, one important thing is like, um, uh, I have uh, seen in my practice is that when this both the partners come from that uh, spiritual level, it is very easy to uh, easy to um, up, uh, bring up the child. So it's like um, positive parenting, and both come from a space of sharing and caring. Uh, that is what uh, uh, brings up a, a very good uh, you know child. So mother and father is equally responsible and should take responsibility equally and. Uh, then uh, try for a child. So that is the holistic approach. And uh, you know, Ritu Kshetra, Ambu Bija are the four factors which is told in Ayurveda. So Ritu um, Kshetra is the body, Ritu is the right time. So it's not just for the female, but also for the male. Uh, so Kshetra, the body, and Bija. So both the uh, female and male should have the best uh, quality of um, you know the uh, gametes, like the ovum and sperm should be in the best form. 
uh, and so the kshetra we see we when we study the textbooks we see that okay uterus should be healthy and then you know sperm should also be equally healthy the father should also be equally healthy and then all these factors ridu kshetra ambu bija and then uh, you follow dinacharya ruducharya and you when you start meditating and when you have the spiritual um, you know plane then it is a very um, very wonderful process Thank you so much Dr. Aparna that was so beautiful to hear from you now we will proceed to all the questions that the students have been leaving you so i'm going to scroll I'm, back up now what <laughs> <laughs> no they are wonderful they are wonderful okay let us go up and abhishek has the first question he has a doubt about vipaka ma'am one doubt for vipaka from where we must consider another doubt is according to ayurveda for anyone disease we will consider the same steps of ayurvedic way for all the disease I, I, abhishek i'm not very clear about this so if you could rephrase that question abhishek we will come back to you and then the next question is ayurveda life kannada where can we reference we can get the reference of anushalya are anushalya and ashash ashastra same where can we find the reference of anushalya ashastra and anushalya anushastra anushastra yes uh, i'm not sure Anush- it, it it is anushalya yeah. and ashastra anushalya and ashastra i'm not very aware of that i don't know maybe i just forgot i think it's too uh, because you know um I, I, now my memory don't store this i don't use in practice so i don't remember the reference and i i don't think if i if i uh, get to know anything i can post to this uh, ayurnidhi you know i have to go back to my textbooks if i have to find it's ashta shastra right ashta shastra and anu chaliya ஒகேஸ்ட்ரூப் Thank you so much. Next question is from Mahek Chauhan. How much is the size of fibroid that can be treated with Ayurveda? A little bit more details about treatment of fibroids, please. Okay, so fibroid, um, uh, what I have treated is up to like, uh, in my practice, 6 mm to 7 mm, uh, up to 10 mm is like, you know, uh, uh, treatable. Mm, the size is but it's a slow process we have to undergo uh, we have to make them undergo a lot of uh, panchakarma repeated panchakarma and if they are bleeding then uh, we have to um, give them like kulata kashaya um, and then we have to give some like uh, rasna uh, saptasaran kashayam and rasa sinduram kanchanara guglu varanadi kashayam these are some of the kashayams and Uh, pra- uh, combinations which i use in my practice and as an anupana i give them kulata uh, kulata kashayam because kulata is having 
scraping action, lekana karma. So it's very good. And there is a, a preparation in Kerala. If you might be, uh, I don't know whether you might be knowing, uh, pulling korumbu. Pulling korumbu is a very wonderful preparation which can really help in. Um, you know, uh, reducing the size. But uh, one thing uh, you have to make sure is you have to repeatedly uh, be in contact with the patient and keep uh, taking the USTs every two months. And then, you know, uh, so uh, you have to be really um, following up regularly with the patient. Mm. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. And then Pankaramas like Vasti, Lekhana Vastis and Vaitarana Vastis are very much useful in treating fibroid. Mm. So slowly will come... Um, uh, come down the size will come down so i have a patient that i have been treating since uh, five years so um, and she was uh, posted for surgery but she didn't want to undergo the hysterectomy so uh, uh, she is managing well you know so very slowly the process is very slow but then we have we can manage she is not longer having any bleeding or anything but uh, and the, uh, the size is slowly coming down so wow this is how uh, it works yeah, yeah, what a gift that she does not have to go through a painful surgery with so many complications at the end, right? She takes a pill or something. What could be the reason for that? I think uh, Jalak is in the first year of the AMS. So once you start, uh, you know, once you go to your second year and third year, you will learn then. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. There are a lot, there, there are a lot of uh, causes for that. PCOS is one of the causes, and you know there are a lot of pathology which can which is associated with that. Okay, then Sahana is asking, can you please tell us about the symptoms and treatments of PCOD? Okay, uh, symptoms you can Google. Uh, treatments I can say, <laughs> right? Treatment. Uh, when you see in uh, in the Ayurvedic, uh, the thing it's like. Uh, kapha and rakta and you know um, so it's like a water filled or polycystic ovarian disease right mm -hmm. so in polycystic ovarian disease we have to see the lakshana of the patient uh, what are the presenting complaints uh, uh, they are coming with and uh, we can give uh, again kulata is, uh, as a food uh, you know as mm. we can uh, tell them to ask any lekhana aushadis um, uh, for uh, the thing and very good kashayam in PCOD, Kaishwara Guguru, Kanchanara Guguru is very good and some uh, some, is give, some uh, are giving Sattasaran kashayam with different anupanas according to different symptoms and uh, uh, tila, tila laddu, til, tilka laddu is like sesame balls are very good and um, there is also one concept of uh, you know according to the cycle we treat different uh, according to cycle first 14 days we give some specific a specific set of kashayas and in the second cycle we give second set uh, we give different uh, kind of kashayas and medicine so according to the avastha we have to treat so it's difficult it's not medicine you know if you have uh, fever you take paracetamol and you will be all right but in ayurveda uh, as well, we have to see the avastha we have to see the stage of disease and i was talking about uh, the nidana of the vyadi like what caused uh, uh, pcod in them um, so it is it like uh, associated with some other metabolic uh, problems like uh, you know dm or uh, so we have to uh, we have to do the amshamsha kalpana of the vyadi like we have to dissect the uh, the person's disease and see the nidana and see the lakshana and then treat that is how it is done Wonderful, 
Wonderful. Uh, another question from Aksa Ansari. What can be the reason for amenorrhea, endometriosis, if a person is neither taking any pills nor constipated? Meaning that you know there is no reason, there is no apparent reason. Is there a treatment and how does Ayurveda work here? Yeah, so endometriosis actually when you see it, uh, when you Google it or when you see the Western medicine textbooks, uh, you can see that um, uh, some of the textbooks say that there is, uh, we don't know the reason why endometriosis. And uh, I have seen endometriosis getting treated by like uh, kashayans like the and with different anapanas and things like that. So uh, again, uh, we have to do the shuddhi, you know, you have to do the um, panchakarma, chikilsa, and we have to do the lekhana karma because it's like rakta and pitta dushti along with, uh, you know, the the, uh, the endometrium is growing somewhere else and bleeding from there. So we uh, uh, keep uh, treating the patients. So three to six months, uh, it is enough to, um, you treat an endometriosis of recent origin but if it's a chronic one you will have to treat uh, keep treating with different panchakarmas and uh, uh, it takes a little bit it, little while but uh, surely you will be able to uh, treat it if it's an, of recent origin thank you abhishek is sharing about shuddha shukra and shuddha artva and the next question is from ashika deswal who says uh, how many patients have shukra dosha and what can be the treatment for that? What? Uh, how many? Patients have shukra dosha. Ma'am, many patients have shukra dosha. Okay, she's making an observation. And what can be the treatment for that? For shukra dosha. Okay, so see, shukra dosha, uh, there are consider whether shukra, the sperm is having some pathology or semen is having pathology we have to find a specific test for analyzing that you know the sperm and semen so we have to do a quick uh, test and find out which is the uh, problem and then we have to if we we find like there are uh, oligomenorrhea oligos uh, oligospermia or asuspermia so the line of treatment will be different and if it is something with the seminal fluid sometimes in seminal fluid there is no enough fructose you know no in, enough sugar for the for the sperm uh, to survive so then we have to treat the seminal fluid so then again the la uh, line of treatment will be different so according to each condition uh, you have to treat mm -hmm. so there is no one uh, formula as i said there is one uh, no one formula or you take this medicine and your sperm problem or semen problem will be uh, oh, like okay it is not like that and of course panchakarma is uh, playing a very important role so when you learn your textbooks when you are reading your panchakarma uh, classes be very sure that you know you learn well and read well so it will be it will be uh, your Brahmastra in treating such cases. Thank you so much. So Abhishek ji is making some statements here about the Vipaka and every disease consider the same steps. Uh, I think he was just making his, he was just thinking loud. And then Saundarya is talking about PCOD. You've already addressed that. And how can Arshkor wants to know, please give us some knowledge about how can BAMS students frame their future in abroad? See, uh, 
Okay, see, where, whether it is in India or abroad, the first and foremost thing is you have to go and learn from good practitioners of Ayurveda. You know, be uh, see when you you have you have this compulsory internship for one year, right? If your college permits, uh, go and do internship with good doctors who are practicing real Ayurveda, and then one month here, one one month. Uh, with another doctor, then you will gain a lot of practical experience. So this is a very important thing what a good Vaidya should have. See how much of a textual knowledge you have, that is, not, that is another thing. But when you uh, practically start uh, learning things, you know, that is more important. So go and learn with as many as uh, as many as doctors who are practicing Ayurveda as possible and then you will be able to you come up with your own uh, your own practice and this is uh, this is very important as a student is what i feel and then you know people will uh, come to you if you are giving your 100% in anything then uh, people will come to you there is no other uh, way and dr aparna is one of such people and so please stay in touch with her on instagram but she has a small baby so please also be mindful of her time and she's very generous. She be, she's happy to come back in a little while and give you another lecture if this you've enjoyed this and learned from this. The next question. So I'm going to quickly start wrapping up now because it's 7.30 and um, all of you, I know, have to do other stuff also. In case of ovarian cyst, Rituja Avad is saying, it is important to do hysterectomy. Or is it to managed with removing ovary? What is the treatment for ovarian cyst in Ayurveda? See, ovarian cyst also we can uh, we can uh, treat it like PCOS, same line of treatment we can uh, treat. So it's not like you have to undergo some uh, surgery or something, but we have to obviously see the uh, size of the cyst. And uh, if you can present a case to me or if you can email uh, the, the right, uh, you know, diagnosis and all I can tell whether um, whether I can do it or not see one one important thing about being a good doctor is we have to be very open see if I don't know how to treat a case I have to refer it to somebody I cannot say that I can treat everybody and everybody come and I have I can treat you have to be very clear what is my cup of tea if I cannot uh, treat something I have to say no I don't know right so this is also we have to um, learn to say no I don't know when you are a good doctor so if I know I can um, I can say I can treat if I don't know I can refer to some other Ayurveda doctor who is good in that field or you know definitely uh, we will be able to help wonderful that is and such good philosophy you know sometimes it is uh, we say that uh, in uh, in the textbooks, a charaka has said that okay, this is not treated with um, charaka uh, line of treatment like you no know, in uh, medicines. You have to go to Danvantari, that is surgeons. So <laughs> sometimes we will have to refer our patients to surgeons. <laughs> Wonderful. Anjali wants to know if there is any permanent cure for white or watery discharge. Yes. We have to see uh, see whether it is candidiasis or trichomoniasis. See, again, there are a lot of different types of white discharge. It's totally curable. Okay. Savita is asking a question about PCD again. I believe Dr. Aparna has already addressed P PCOD. So, uh, yes. and then Soundarya has 
is saying that if somebody is having PCOD, she will suffer a lifetime or otherwise take pills. Uh, if Ayurveda treatment has been taken, then what? Uh, see, I, I believe, uh, please go ahead. See, uh, PCOD is totally treatable according to Ayurveda. If in past it didn't work, that means uh, the Amshamsha Kalpana of the Vyadi was not done properly. So you might have to change your Vaidya or you have to change your medicine. <laughs> That's a good philosophy. Uh, Dr. Sai is giving you thanks and Prachi is saying, is there a treatment in Ayurveda for erectile dysfunction? Yes. Uh, there is definitely a good result and uh, one of my teachers have done his PhD in erectile dysfunction. So if some patient is having, you can refer to uh, the thesis. See, one thing you, you all can do, start doing if you are students of Ayurveda in the final year, uh, or in the first year or in second year, no matter what, just Google some of the research articles and papers and start reading, you know, you will uh, get, see, we there is always a limitation for a teacher to teach, a lecturer to teach in the classroom because they get like one hour a day or one hour in in two or three days, two or, you know, a week of class or two or three hours. So, the real uh, start uh, study starts, uh, you know, after the class. So, just Google it and see there are a lot of uh, research works which is happening in Ayurveda and uh, you know, you will get an answer for almost all uh, all things. Wonderful. And if, if not, then you can ask your senior doctors or you can, uh, you know, you can PM, DM me and then I can say whether, you know, who is the best hand to go to. Very nice. So, I'm going to take two more questions and then we will wrap up. Uh, so, there is a question from Aksa Ansari about Tandu Lodak. Tandu Lodak, am I saying that right? In Leucoria, how useful is it? Tandu Lodak is, uh, is given as an Anupana in Leucoria. So, uh, with different kinds of medicine, we give it as an Anupana. So, Tandu Lodak is uh, nothing but the rice water, you know, the washed hmm. water of rice. So, typically, the red rice is when it is washed with the you know, we say in Kanyivellam in Malayalam and, uh, you know, the wash, uh, rice water, uh, washed water. So, uh, that actually uh, has a lot of vitamins and minerals, uh, you know, because of the, um, uh, with the covering of, see, the red rice has its uh, streaks, right? So, this is uh, very rich in many of the vitamin B, uh, B uh, this thing, folates, etc. So, um, this Tandulodaka uh, uh, will work as an Anupana in most of the three rogas. Very nice, very nice. And then, Swapna Dosh ke liye diet disturb hone pe treatment, please. This is Kuldeep. Swapna Dosha. Okay, Swapna Dosha is also uh, uh, related to the sperm. So, what he what what do he want? He want to know this uh, treatment treatment for Swapna Dosha. If you can briefly yeah, night nightfall right. Okay, mm -hmm. so for that for that also um, uh, there are a lot of medicines and uh, there are specific treatments also and uh, Virechana. Time to time, taking repeated virechana will be a very good uh, this thing. Haritaki is a very good uh, this thing. Haritaki is Shreshta for Shukra, um, Shukra virechana, virechana in Charaka fourth chapter I think it is uh, it is told. Haritaki is uh, it um, arrests this um, nightfall, so mm. it's very good. Haritaki is the drug of choice, okay. and uh, you can do repeated virechanas. 
Okay. We'll take one more question from Savita because she did not, there was a net issue and she could not hear the PCOD treatment that you spoke about. So if you could briefly just go over the PCOD, please. Yeah, PCOD, uh, again, we have to see what lectionas is the person uh, presented with. Sometimes the patients are present with Kapha Pradhana lectionas, sometimes the patient uh, uh, present with Pitta Pradhana lectionas. So we have to see uh, what, uh, you know, what uh, uh, lectionas the patient is having and then have to treat accordingly. The mainly given uh, kashayas and uh, um, tablets in um, Ayurveda is Chandraprabha, Varanadi Kashayam, Saptasaram Kashayam, uh, Kanchanara Gugulu. Uh, these are the Kashayams and Guligas which we, tablets which we give in uh, PCOD. And then uh, diet correction and then uh, Kuletta is the uh, Anupana of choice in uh, this thing. So these are the things which you, you can do. And of course, um, um, Lekhana Vasti, Vaitarana Vasti, etc. if it is not responding to medicines. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. One last question because Jyoti has been asking this to me also and then we will wrap up the session. So Jyoti wants to know about RH incompatibility and how we can manage with Ayurveda. Uh, I don't have uh, experience in uh, treating RH incompatibility. So I would rather pass that question. Okay. Thank you so much. Well, it has been such a pleasure, Dr. Aparna. Thank you so much for giving us your valuable time. I'm sure the students enjoyed the session and learned a lot. And please stay in touch with us over Instagram uh, and let us know how we can assist you, help you better in the future. We are happy to bring you more of such programs. Thank you so much and have a wonderful rest of your evening. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Paramanandam Krishnam Vande Krishnam Vande Krishnam Vande